As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of InvestorIdeas.com podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to be looking at a few public company announcements from 48 North Cannabis Corporation, trading on the TSX Venture as NRTH, Namaste Technologies Incorporated, trading on the TSX Venture as N and the OTC as NXTTF, also looking at the Horizon ETFs uh, Life Sciences Index, so trading on the TSX as HMMJ, as well as the Horizons US Marijuana Index ETF, trading on the NEO as HMUS, and finally looking at Medical Marijuana Incorporated, trading on the OTC as MJNA. Uh, so first today, starting with 48 North Cannabis Corporation, who announced changes designed to streamline its operations and further improve margins. Now, 48 North will immediately cease operations at its Good Farm, Good Farm Outdoor Cultivation Facility located in Brant Country, Ontario, and this decision is an important step in the company's path to profitability as it increases its focus on efficient product manufacturing, branding, and distribution, and the decision comes during a significant transitional period for the industry and a nationwide excess of supply. Now, 48 North has been a brand-led, consumer-centric licensed cannabis producer with a mission to provide an expansive portfolio of high-quality, excessively priced products across the country, says Charles Vinat, CEO of 48 North. And today's announcement best positions us to execute this mission by restructuring our workforce and redeploying resources towards commercialization, branding, innovation, and deepening relationships with retailers and wholesalers. This was a difficult decision, and I want to thank the impacted employees who dedicated so much of their work with 48 North, says Charles Burnett. Now, as a result of the decision, 48 North will reduce the size of its workforce by approximately 20%. The company is confident that supply from Del Shen and the company's indoor facility in Kirkland Lake, Ontario, combined with strategic partnerships with other licensed producers, will ensure that the quantity and quality of cannabis products required to meet expected demand. And today's announcement is part of their ongoing initiatives focused on positioning 48 North for sustainable growth and decreasing the company's cash use as it accelerates its pathways to profitability. The company expects this change will result in annualized fixed operational costs reduced in excess of $5 million. Now, the company also announced that two of its senior leaders will be leaving, which is Kirsten Gauthier, who has been with the company since 2017, most recently serving as their chief growth officer, uh, and has made the decision to move on from 48 North, effective March 29th, and Sean Byrne, who joined the company more recently, who was also elected to resign from the role of chief financial officer. <clears throat> 
It would be hard to think of another leader of 48 North or a Canadian cannabis company who has brought more in the way of creativity, vision, and commitment to customers than Kirsten, says Charles Vernat. Kirsten's hard work developing and nurturing brands that meaningfully connect with consumers will continue to be central to the company's strategy. While Sean had a shorter tenure uh, with the company, and we are immensely grateful to the experience, professionalism, and diligence he brought with the work to 48 North. Now, the company makes this announcement from a position of strength in both market share and brand recognition with the number one topical in Ontario, the number one concentrate in Ontario and Alberta, and dried flower and pre-rolls consistently ranked in the top 10 in Canada. And today's good karma closure and workforce allocation better positions the company to capitalize on the strength as it works towards profitability in the first half of fiscal 2022 and onward. Uh, so, 48 North... Uh, dropping some staff, getting rid of their outdoor cultivation facility. Um, and a big part of this is what you're seeing in the Canadian market right now, which is uh, a massive overabundance of uh, dry herb product. So I do expect that potentially other companies could be following a little bit of reduction as well. Kind of sad to see the outdoor grow operation get shut down, as that was one of the things that made 48 North Cannabis kind of unique. Um, and I was hoping that they were going to focus more on the outdoor grows. Uh, but, again, as the market continues to change and develop, um, again, I do think that dried flour is going to become very difficult when you're looking at the low to medium price margins um, and is going to become really just more focused on premium strains and very rare cultivars. Um, again, you see that in most dispensaries today in Canada that the fastest selling and highest selling uh, dry herb products are often pre-rolls. Um, that's never really going to go away, I don't think. And then the other big percentage is either cheap half ounce and one ounce portions and then uh, your premium rare cultivars. Um, and again, a lot of the, as more and more micro cultivators and sort of niche companies come to the market, large scale producers and medium scale producers are going to be struggling more and more um, to offload their basic dry herb into this marketplace and obviously like I said I would expect that maybe a few other companies might be impacted besides 48 North um, and I'll assume this is going to somewhat slow down or stop uh, the sort of usage of outdoor grows in Canada for the next little while as again I don't think that the quality they can produce from their outdoor grows right now um, again unless you're looking at a craft cultivator will be able to compete really in the dry herb market. Uh, next, looking at Namaste Technologies, who reported its financial results for the year ended November 30th, 2020. Uh, and all the figures are in Canadian dollars. Uh, so growth revenue for the fourth quarter ended November 30th was 8 million compared to 4 million in the same period last year. And the fiscal year ended was 27.1 million compared to 16.4 million representing an increase of 100% from the same quarter last year, an increase of 65% from the prior year, respectively. And again, you can look at more of the financial details in the link attached in the article or in the actual article itself, um, or check out Namaste's website or cedar.com. One of the biggest highlights for them over this last year has been launching Canmart into the U.S., um, offering hemp-derived CBD and smoking accessories. Again, when we're looking at a lot of these companies' expansion into the U.S. is becoming very much prominent in most companies' stances these days. Um, so I do think that that is going to be interesting to follow for Namaste over the next couple of months. Um, they've also received a standard processing license from Health Canada for Canmark Labs and their state-of-the-art BHO extraction facility, uh, as well as a few other partnerships, um, as well as 
working with Hexocorp, Green Organic Dutchman's, Oxley, and a few others, again with Canmart. We are pleased with the progress made by the team to achieve the highest recorded quarterly revenue for the company to date, said Manny Morham, CEO of Namaste. Now, we achieved significant year-over-year growth of revenue as cannabis sales through Canmart's distribution channels made an important contribution to the revenue stream. And the company is in a strong financial position today, made possible from the considerable work undertaken in 2020 to lay the foundation for long-term growth as Namaste continues its evolution to be the world's foremost personalized wellness marketplace. Um, so again, a few other companies also released their financial results um, in the last couple of days, High Tide, uh, Cantab, and a few others. Definitely worth checking into. Again, you're going to see fairly consistent results from most of them. Most of them saw fairly strong growth over the last year. Again, close to 100% for most of these companies, if not more for some of the other ones, especially when you're looking at some of the U.S. companies. Um, and I would expect this to be the case uh, for most of those results that are going to be coming out. And I expect that that might be changing over the next couple of months. Uh, again, depending on how sales continue to increase or decrease. And another big factor is similar to what I was talking about with 48 North Cannabis is both in the U.S. and in Canada, you are starting to see um, that, again, the issues that you were facing for the first couple of years of legalization, which was an undersupply for the market, is now changing. You are starting to see much more of an oversupply. So I think a lot of these companies are going to start having to uh, rearrange their strategies and focus on more premium or niche segments of the market as opposed to just large scale production. Uh, moving on now to the Horizons ETF management, who has completed the quarterly rebalances of the constituent holdings of Horizons Marijuana Life Sciences Index ETF and the Horizons U.S. Marijuana Index ETF. Now, HMMJ, which is the Horizons Marijuana Life Index ETF, um, the world's first ETF that offered direct exposure to North, North American listed securities, having significant business activities in the marijuana industry. In this quarter, 11 constituents were added, so they added Agrivicorp, Cardiol Therapeutics Incorporated, Grow Generation Corp, GTEC Holdings, Hydroform Holdings Group, Namaste Technologies, uh, Rubicon Organics Incorporated, Willow Biosciences, WeedMD, uh, X Phytotherapeutics, and Xenobus Global. After the Canadian cannabis sector's powerful resurgence in late 2020, all eyes were on the industry's forward momentum in 2021, said Steve Hawkins, President and CEO of Horizons ETFs. And we have continued to see strong sales momentum across the provinces and an increase in competitive marketplace, as highlighted by the amount of new additions to HMMJ, all positive signs for the sector's ongoing health. Uh, now, when you're looking at HMUS, the world's first U.S.-focused marijuana in index, uh, they seek to replicate the extent possible the performance of the U.S. marijuana company's index. Um, and again, these companies added 15 additions. So Australis Capital Incorporated, Body and Mind Inc., Bluma Wellness, uh, Empower Clinics Inc., Center Brands, Flower One Holdings, Green Lane, uh, Harborside, High Tide, Juva Life, Next Green Wave Holdings, uh, Stem Holdings Incorporated, Consortium Incorporated, Vibe Growth Incorporated, Virio Health International Incorporated. Now, with key cannabis reform bills slated for introduction and voting in the coming months, 2021 may prove to be the year that defines marijuana legalization in the U.S., said Mr. Hawkins. Now, following the recent passage of the marijuana legalization in Mexico, the United States is now flanked on both its borders by countries with legal marijuana regimes. Not only could this create greater social and economic pressure for federal reform, but it offers the multi-state operators additional markets for potential expansion once the opportunity is available. Um, so again, Mexico... Nothing has been finalized, but it does seem very likely that there's going to be finalization within the next couple of weeks. 
Um, this is still, there's still some issues with the Mexico legalization. Um, again, there's a little bit of criticism coming from both in Mexico and outside. But I do think that that's going to be going through sooner rather than later, probably in the next week or so, you'll actually start having um, that legal market start to open up and start having sales actually start to operate, which hopefully will be the driving factor for the U.S. to focus on regulation changes. Again, there's a lot of expectations surrounding this. It would be very surprising if nothing came out in the next year or so. Um, and as you can see, both the marijuana index, uh, as well as many companies, are very much anticipating that uh, expansion in the U.S. and potential uh, regulation changes. So you are starting to see a lot more momentum and a lot more investor interest in U.S.-based companies. Again, you've also seen a lot of companies be go, uh, go public over the last six to eight months. Um, and I would expect to see that con trend c to continue, uh, again, until you see either some sort of signs that that legal process is not going to be happen. Um, I know there's been a lot of criticism towards the Biden administration recently over firing some staff uh, due to marijuana usage, which is definitely not a great sign um, for where legislation should be going. But hopefully, again, that does change over the next coming months. And you start to see that momentum build towards either the SAFE Act, the States Act, or the MORE Act. Um, again, one of, or all three of those would be highly beneficial to the U.S. cannabis industry and would allow for these companies uh, to access to funds, access to different markets, and really just expansion of the industry. So hopefully that does go through sooner rather than later. Lastly today, looking at Medical Marijuana Incorporated, who announced that subsidiary Hemp Meds is proud to welcome X Games world record-holding skateboarder Italio Pernubia. Uh, as a new brand ambassador. <clears throat> We're excited to bring Penarubia as part of our team, and it's heartwarming to know how much our products have helped him over the years. We believe his support and recognition will help us further educate athletes and the general public on the health and wellness benefits of hemp-based CBD products, says HempMet CEO Raul Elizalde. Now, Penarubio is a renowned skateboarder and has performed in several X Games competitions, including his most recent appearance in X Games Minneapolis in 2019. And at the 2017 X Games in Minneapolis, he earned a world record for the highest skateboarding big air height ever recorded at the X Games. And after spending several years training in the U.S., Penarubio recently relocated back to Brazil to continue his career and to raise his family. I've been using hemp med CBD products for years to aid in recovery after long days of training, said Penarubia. And my goal is to help bridge the knowledge gap for athletes around the world that can help benefit from using CBD, but are afraid and unsure of how to use the products. Um, again, having an uh, <clears throat> extreme sport athlete as a brand ambassador is nothing really new to the CBD and to the cannabis world. Um, I, I'm still very shocked if there's a lot of athletes out there who are doubting the benefits of CBD when it comes to recovery time, when it comes to muscle endurance. Um, again, the sort of proof is in the pudding now. You've seen lots of athletes endorse CBD products as part of their training regiment. Um, and I would expect that to continue. Hopefully that just becomes the norm. And again, once the FDA does clarify some of its regulations on CBD, which is expected again uh, in the next coming months, hopefully sooner rather than later, uh, you could have CBD products in pretty much everything once CBD becomes more normalized, which it definitely is very much in the U.S. already. But again, with clarity from the FDA regulations, I think that'll only increase. Um, then you might start to see a lot more of the athletic community just openly endorse these products. 
Um, and again, there are some benefits as well to having THC-based products or full-spectrum products that have both THC, CBD, and other cannabinoids in them as well. I don't know if that'll ever get endorsed by the athletic community just because of drug testing, uh, but the CBD products at least seem to be something that should be endorsed by the general athletic community, if not already. And I would expect to see more brand ambassadors from uh, the athletic world, whether it's more extreme sports or uh, just regular athletes as well. Um, once again, you have more FDA clarity. And as well, in other news, some things that uh, are coming down the pipe that you should all be paying attention to is obviously New York uh, legalization is coming down the pipe. Again, when that's going to happen exactly is still undetermined, but it does seem to be having a lot of momentum behind it. I would expect that within the next month or so as well, which could open up a lot more uh, avenues in the New York state. Again, there's only a few companies that are really aggressively looking at that option right now. Um, but I do think that that's uh, a huge game changer and hopefully would sort of open up that entire tri-state area and allow for more East Coast access for recreational marijuana. And again, having New York legalized as well could also be a push towards having, uh, again, more federal clarity on regulations and allowing, again, either the states more safe act. Um, so hopefully over the next couple of months, you'll see one of those three things sort of go through, whether it's the New York legalizing, that seems very likely, Mexico finalizing their uh, legalization, as well as, again, some sort of uh, regulation changes through Congress. That's all for today's podcast. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. That's all for today's podcast. Podcast is now a certified word trademark on the blockchain through Cognate Incorporated CM certification. InvestorIdeas.com podcasts are also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and TuneIn. If you'd like to be a guest or sponsor of this podcast, please contact InvestorIdeas.com. Investor Ideas reminds all listeners to read our disclaimers and disclosures on the InvestorIdeas.com website. And this podcast is not an endorsement to buy products or services or securities. Investors are reminded that all investments involve risk and possible loss of investment. Investor Ideas does not condone the use of cannabis except where permissible by law. Our site does not possess, distribute, or sell cannabis products. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.